how we communicate with the outside world. Because, <laughs> yeah, we're all introverts here and we don't necessarily verbalize what's inside our heads to everyone. So this is sort of our way of expressing it talaga to a wide audience now. Oh, this is how we feel. And and may mga nakakagets or if it helps people deal with their own struggle, it's an accomplishment for us talaga. It's our mark on the world. Kumbaga. Yeah, it's great that you guys found like a medium or a vehicle to really express your emotions and thoughts as introverts. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way naman listening to your music na parang, oh, okay, I can relate to these. Are they reading my diary or <laughs> something like that? And it's great that you have that purpose talaga moving forward. This episode is brought to you by HelixPay. HelixPay easily enables recurrent payments across all major Philippine payment methods. Check out the independent collective HelixPay store at www.indie-co-membership.helixpay.ph and join HelixPay today at www.helixpay.ph or check out the links in our show notes. Pushing boundaries through socially engaged conversations, this is the Independent Collective. everyone and welcome back to another episode. It's me, Talia, and I am back again with the members of the band Seizure Salad. Formed in 2017, Seizure Salad's brand of melodic pop-punk-infused hard rock has electrified audiences in and around Metro Manila. They released their first Spotify single, Burning Light, on January 4th of 21, but have been releasing material on YouTube and SoundCloud since their inception. Their music goes from moody and ambient musings to all-out punk-fueled rampages, taking cues from legends such as Green Day, The Misfits, Joy Division, and The Foo Fighters. Their songs deal with some of the aches and pains of the human experience, helping listeners get to loneliness, helplessness, and regret. They provide a cathartic experience to their listeners that help make life just a little more bearable. So I'm with Noel, Adam, Luigi, and Jack today, and they will give a little insight about what they are like behind the scenes and share their passion and interest for music. So let's give it up for Seizure Salad. And before we begin, how is everyone today? I'm sure everyone is excited for this discussion like me, and I'm really interested to really hear your insights to my questions. Okay, so hi, um, Noel Rodriguez, the singer and rhythm guitarist of Jesus Salad. So how I'm doing today as overall good, yeah. I'm just at home right now, just helping out around the house, trying to look for another job. And yeah, the band thing, yeah, I'm also doing stuff in the band. Hi, I'm Luigi, the bassist and occasional backup vocalist for the band. So far, I'm doing okay. It's mostly doing alright in this Saturday morning. So far, that's it. Hey, hello, I'm Adam. I'm the drummer of Seizure Salad. And my vibe check for today is finally you get some rest. Because for the past weeks, I've been working on thesis and it's really stressful. But at least we get to have some break and continue working on more music. 
And right now, we're here in this podcast. So, it's a pretty much exciting time right now. So, yeah, it's pretty much for me. Hi, I'm Jack. I'm the lead guitarist for Seizure Salad. And that's how I am right now. I'm just chilling, pretty much. Not really doing much besides stuff in the band. There's stuff coming up. So, stay tuned. And yeah, that's it. Okay, so thanks again for joining me this Saturday morning. And we're filming right now at 10.42 a.m. So I hope you sing talaga kayo lahat, especially since it's been raining a lot lately. And so, yeah, let's move on to the questions. And my first question for you guys is, how was Seizure Salad formed in the first place? I mean, like, you guys seem to have a lot of uh, different backgrounds. And I'm sure everyone's curious to know how everything began okay so i guess it started around 2017 like around yeah towards the end of 2017 i guess about summer break na, and it was me and jack who were at the band room in high school we were just jamming and then luigi who was in another org during that time he just sort of heard what we were doing and then he just peered his head and because At that time, I just knew him as my first year classmate from high school. So I, I kind of knew him. And so, yeah, he just went in and, yeah, he took interest on what we were doing. And then I forgot who asked to get into the band. But that's how we got him as a bassist. And then I honestly forgot how Adam joined the band. Adam, do you remember how you joined the band? Actually, I, I kind of forgot. <laughs> Sorry. Like you just suddenly messaged me. We, oh, okay. we Adam. Okay. You want to jam with us? We're kind of right. our band. We need a drummer. Because for if for everyone's information, because before seizures that was formed, I've had personal encounters with each of the members during right, the previous uh, year. Like Una, started with Jack because we I was a bus rider in high school, and then I saw this random older dude playing his guitar. In front of the parking lot with his amplifier, and then my friend and I approached him and he's like, "Who is speaking the guitar? Mo, Galimo, what's your name? Adlam in the Facebook." Then Jack Castaneda, like that, like that. I mean, it's the same one for me. Yeah. Yeah. Then next, Luigi. I mean, we were in the same band before. He he was guitar. I was also drums. But then, like, lineup changes, so both of us were not in the band anymore. And then lastly, si Noel, magkasunod kami ng set sa school fair namin, yung bango, tsaka yung solo set niya, but our vocalist wasn't around. So, we thought of a genius idea na, kung wala kayo vocalist, kasi ako solo lang ako, sige, panda ako for you guys. So, yun. So, we got to know Noel. And then the summer after that, he realized, he messaged me na, we need a drummer, we're trying to form a new band. Then boom, Seizure Salad. Actually, before it was called Seizure Salad, yeah, we had different name. Eh? We were called the Palamans for like a few months, and then I remember it was Adam who suggested the Seizure Salad name. So why Seizure Salad from Palamans? Parang ang layo. Uh, <laughs> well, honestly, walang connection talaga. Eh. Just anything of puns that are like very intellectual, very may ano very catchy yung dating. It's like thinking of random. Kaya John, 
switch on ako sa utak ko ng random bundling generator mode. So yun, seizure salad. There's no deep meaning talaga. Easy <laughs> okay. Caesar salad. Seizure. Seizure salad okay. Game. Parang ganun. I remember we were trying. It was supposed to be a placeholder at first, but then eventually it just like grew on us. And yeah, so... Yeah, it just stuck. <laughs> it just stuck. So yeah, we just... You guys eat Caesar salad a lot, ba? Is that why you chose that specifically? Uh, no, we don't eat salad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try like from time to time every, every uh, now and then yeah yeah healthy living just try to be healthy yeah uh, it's really just like the fun was there and we're like you know what let's stick to it for now because that's how we were associated so that's the name we've used for five years yeah and it's interesting how you guys became connected in a way and pero grabe yung kinalimutan si Adam parang ako yung nasaktan uh, no, no, it, was, it was all a blur you know it was, yeah. it was a blissful time yeah, that's how fun it was <laughs> and since you guys been doing this for a long time since 2017 and probably even before that how did you all get into music in the first place okay so I guess in my case it all started because with my parents you know like I listened to whatever they were listening to during that time. Let's say, see Jason Mraz, Black Eyed Peas, so mga radio hits during that time. And I guess that was my start. But then, I guess I came into my own with my music stuff when I started listening to Michael Jackson because I think, yeah, he was like the first artist I saw on my own. So I think that's where it started. But then, hmm, and then after that. So I had the Michael Jackson phase, and after that, I started getting into stuff like rock bands because I used to listen to the radio stations in uh, GTA, in the PSP, like the uh, pop stations, the rock stations, the 80s. And then I guess that's where I got my interest because it sounded cool. So I looked them up online on YouTube, like I saw their performances, and the Papa Wawa, and I like, wow, you know, they. Because I remember with Michael Jackson, it was a bit intimidating that no one could dance like that. <laughs> so I thought seeing band just standing there, or it's still moving, but they're still focused on their instruments. I thought that was a lot more doable. So I guess instead of a dancer route, I just went with the whole instrument singing thing. And yeah. And then I guess after that, since metal bands like Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, I guess the one that made me like really motivated me to pick up a guitar and start singing was this band called uh, Metallica. How I met them was because I bought this K-Zone magazine where their game called Guitar Hero Metallica was being featured and originally it caught my attention because the band Judas Priest was a guest band in that game. So one of their songs was in there. So I guess that's one reason why I took interest with the game. But then I got disappointed that it was only one song. It was all Metallica songs. Lang. So for a while, I kind of disliked Metallica because of that. Because they hugged all the, <laughs> the songs in the game. But then eventually I came around to actually like Metallica. And yeah, they were the band that made me want to actually pursue performing on stage. For me, when it comes to music, like wanting to be a musician and stuff, is it the same case? Like 
I listen to a lot of what my parents listen to. Basically, when we go on trips, they would play their music. And I even learned a bit of music instruments because I know on. When I was a kid, like I learned guitar, piano, even violin around grade school to high school. But when it comes to actually wanting to be a performer, it was in high school and it's the same with like even rock music. I think it was like listening to rock music and seeing like bands not just play but go do what they do. It was like, it felt cool. And in my case, it was really more like yeah, the pop punk bands of like the 2000s kind of got me into like wanting to like get into rock music. But another aspect was when I learned about when you see like other high school kids and college kids be performers themselves like with their bands or like their acts. Because when you watch like really big time bands, yeah, you get inspired. But it's different when you see like, people that you can somewhat associate with and seeing them do it. And it's like, you can actually do this. It's actually possible to like get into this stuff and make a name for yourself. So I guess that's what inspired me to like really get into the whole music and band thing. So yeah. What inspired me to veer into the musical path is kind of medio magulo yung story, pero we'll get to it. So pretty much the group was in our hold na puro mga old soul. Iguro mga 70s, 80s, because of my parents. Tapos, you older sisters ko, they're to like the 90s R&B slash hip-hop. So, growing up, I was really a hip-hop listener. Not until I started discovering OPM rock, pop-punk, ganun. And so, I was like, okay. So, I really had an obsession with tapping my ballpen on the desk sa school. It was like, puro ako gawa-gawa ng beat sa table. Why don't I actually learn how to play the drums? Then, yun, I started to learn how to play drums. Self-taught. Until eventually, nag-alala yung nanay ko. Sabi niya sa akin, ko, di ka pa napapagod dyan? Nakikita sa drum school para mas formal yung mag-learn mo. So, yun, I took like a few months for my first year in high school. So I dedicated that to drum school. From there on, the rest is history. I started taking the drumming seriously. I started being in numerous bands with some of my friends, batchmates. And eventually, I met, the, I met Jack Noel and Luigi before Seizures Allen. And it has not stopped there because a few years before I graduated from high school, I got into music production. So, I also make some of my own music sa device ko. Una sa cellphone, but now I make of the computer na and all. And currently, I'm trying to learn how to play the keyboard little by little. So, it's pretty much safe to say na my music aspirations and my contributions to music isn't simply limited to just playing the drums. So yeah, look forward to learning more and being able to contribute more to the team. So yeah, it's pretty much. Okay, in my case, I grew up on radio as a kid and so I'd hear a lot of different stuff from 
90s R&B and pop. Pero yung nag-stick talaga sa akin is 80s and 70s rock radio. Ang ganyan, may mga stations pa gano'n na ano. Yung mga slow rock, quote-unquote. That really turned me on into the whole band thing. So, yun yung pinakaan talaga. Musical routine ko. Guys like Journey, The Scorpions. Yun yung routine ko talaga, musically. Then, I kind of, ano, seriously got into it. Around 10 years old. It's a funny story, ano. I was choosing a toy for my 10th birthday. And, well, I was running around the toy store. That's, ano, basically, it came down to a Nerf gun. And it's a child-sized guitar. It's a real guitar, basically. Per child-sized lang. It's for kids to learn the guitar. And it was a tough choice, but I ended up with the guitar. And I think it all kind of snowballed from there na. Until eventually, I learned the basics by myself. And well, it kind of became my thing na lang over the years. Talaga. Kind of became my niche. And that's why I kind of decided to pursue it. Na. I wasn't really much good at anything else at that time. I wasn't an athlete. I wasn't super academically inclined and such. So yun, yeah, that's why I just ran with the guitar. <laughs> And yeah, that's how my whole musical journey got started. Yeah, and I like how all of you guys have somewhat a common theme that it all started from your parents or the sounds that you hear around you growing up. And it's amazing to see how they continue to support all of you guys, especially Adam's parents who enrolled you to drum school simply because you were tapping your pen and they saw that you're really interested in it. And also, it's great that Jack was able to find this calling even though you felt at the time that you're only good at that, which I'm sure is not true. And now that since you guys have been a musician for a while, and like you guys mentioned, parang since childhood talaga, I'd just like to know, if you guys didn't become a musician, and if your parents, for example, didn't support you, if you didn't hear those songs going to these places, what do you think you would be doing right now? Well, I guess in my case, well, I mean, for me right now, in this other interest of mine, still have it naman but not as strongly as like doing music or yeah the band but I guess it's story writing well I mean for me it's still on the table naman because this is band thing <laughs> you, know, bit, you know it goes hand in hand naman with my case na with me wanting to write stories because I'm very interested with stuff like comics or manga and just, just forming my own <laughs> with sto- stories wait a I guess media, that's what I, I'm kind of interested with. And the funny thing was that I ended with a psych degree, but then like just very late into my college, because I was talking to a friend, oh, what do you like doing? I was like, oh, you know, I kind of like writing stories, you know, making film and stuff like that. And then they pointed out that that was exactly what they were doing in their course in communication. So then I realized, oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> But it was kind of too late for me and it was like third year for me. So I just stuck with the psychology thing. And but I mean, I still do writing stories and stuff, but it's more of a personal thing. Like it's like a safety bubble escape or something because I'm not the most confident with my story writing and stuff like that. And I figured since I'm already putting myself out there with like, music and stuff so I guess I could have that muna as my own thing like no one's gonna criticize it and I could just do it could be like a small bubble of escapism for me so yeah yeah writing stories I would be doing that instead of music if ever 
Okay, uh, in my case, because I'm taking music production right now, and before I entered college, I actually had two choices. Medyo cutting close nga nung time na yun kasi either music production in CSB, which is kind of a dangerous route then, considering it's not a very conventional course and yeah, and such. Tas in Ateneo, it was ABCOM because uh, I passed the asset on that one. It, I had to choose agad kasi I think something to do with the reservation slot sa Ateneo. Mabilis siya mawala. So, in the end, I went out on a limb and chose music production even though di pa lumalabas yung ano, audition basis kasi yung entrance music production. So, hindi pa sure. <laughs> I wasn't even sure kung makakapasok ako. I could have been out of college for a year then. Pero yeah. yeah, I chose that. And yeah, so yeah, I'd probably be working in something like advertising or broadcast. I probably still will be in some capacity while as a side to the band, as, as a sort of day job. But yeah, yeah, usually something come related. Honestly, if I didn't get into the path of music, I'd still be playing basketball. Because literally, the last thing I did before starting to become a musician was play basketball. Like, I used to be a varsity player in school, in my school. Even tried to attend multiple tryouts to Noville. There was a point where I went to summer training with future basketball stars that are known And I actually ended up becoming friends with some of them. But I made the right decision to leave the basketball thing behind and I ended up enjoying what I do now, which is music. But If I didn't end up in music, I'd still be playing basketball. Who knows? What if in a parallel universe, I'd still I'd be play, I'd be taller than who I am now. I'd be more fit. I'd probably be on the court all the time. I'd be shooting three pointers. So I'd miss na kogawa music sa bahay. So yeah. Could I be a basketball player for if I didn't choose music? Um, para sa akin naman, I think back in grade school, I think I wanted to be a comic book artist. I think, yeah, because I was really into comics. Actually, more specifically manga and no anime and no and everything. So kind of like with Noel's case, but I guess for me specifically, like. I got interested in drawing and in a way like coming up with stories through like being like a comic. I guess I taken up drawing instead. Probably would have tried getting into like, writing a comic book series. Yeah, because of like because of how much I like manga and anime. And I guess I kind of I still draw, but it's not like amazing or something. I can like draw like movements, like really detailed panels, permanent. So it's not the same. Like at least I have something to do without having to face certain criticisms in a way. Naparang may enjoy parin ako. So, but I guess had I not continued with music, I would probably done that. So yeah. I guess to add with what Luigi was saying, I guess one way we were able to express that story kind of thing in the band was whenever we decide the set order for our songs and performances like we like to like convey a narrative of some sort with how like say the song starts this way like the set starts with this song and then ends with 
some kind. So I guess yeah, we, we kind of get to utilize that interest of me and Luigi have with like stories and stuff like that with our music number. So I guess parang we're happy. Parang anjan parin kaya. Yeah, anjan like, parin. Translated yeah. into like our music. Right. Yeah, that's so cool. And I wanted to ask about your first Spotify single, Burning Light. What's the story behind that, or like the storytelling that you kind of want to do that? Well, I guess for Burning Light, I guess it started with an emotion. Burning Light is a sad song, basically. It's like a heartbreak song. You know how a lot of fans have that staple heartbreak mm-hmm. song. I mean, yeah, I guess Burning Light that's for us. And yeah, I guess before we specified that as like a heartbreak, so I guess it just started out this emotion of sad <laughs> and then we kind of built up on it the more we worked on it because I feel like kahit naman it's started off from someone's idea na, hey guys if I have this chord progression I guess not to translate yan sa like how we play the instrument yeah how we form the song I guess it like translates through that so I guess it starts with an emotion and then we slowly build up on it and then we kind of put words into it na we could identify that emotion with I guess that's how we approach it na hindi lang siya parang particularly na oh, okay I had a heartbreak new song everybody <laughs> I think it's not like that but but yeah I guess that's the inspiration for Burning Light na we're trying to capture that emotion of whatever that emotion is at the start and then just try to build something off it yeah it's cool that you're able to use all of your experiences and syempre Iba ang way of coping and expressing emotions for each kind of thing in relation to that. So it's cool that you were able to integrate that. And I just like to comment also that it's interesting that Jack took the risk to stay to, to choose with CSB talaga. Fun fact that Akalma is also one of my choices in Ateneo. So that could be in the multiverse, you're in the same course. And then for Adam, I have a question for you. Have you ever regretted choosing music over basketball? Now that you see the people that you trained with, sobrang nag-level up na and everything. Honestly, I never regret it. In fact, the opposite of regret. Parang super proud ako sa naging decision ko. Because I realized na if I couldn't shine in what I'm doing, might as well find my own avenue and start from there. And currently, I feel like I'm thriving here. That's great that you feel that way talaga. And we have no regrets choosing music. And also, natuwa din ako ngayon sa sinabi ni Luigi because I had the exact same dream. I've always wanted to do anime and I'll do comics. I've always loved anime growing up. I think when I was younger, I used to watch 36 episodes of Naruto in one day. I would wake up at 6 a.m. and then I would sleep at like what 2 a.m. just to finish and cram it all in one day. So I kind of got obsessed with it. So it's nice to hear that there's some common interest with everything, with everyone, and what they would do if they weren't a musician. So now, what do you think is your dream collaboration for your next song? Because I've noticed that all of you guys have like different interests and parang different idols. So what do you think? Na collectively, you guys would agree na ah, if we collaborate with this, then I'm the best final one. I think our biggest common ground, talaga, musically is. Foo Fighters and Green yeah, Day. Yeah, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Yeah, that's where ano talaga. We take a lot of our cues, and Dave Grohl and Billy Joel Armstrong are two of our biggest heroes talaga. Yeah. So yeah, 
trick to do a song with them on stage, man. Like, we get to do their songs with them on stage, man. That's kind of the dream. Na. <laughs> Actually, there was this one song we have that I wrote, and I mean, we haven't finished it, but one of my dream ideas was that either one of those uh, singers with like you know, Billy Joe Armstrong or Dave Grohl of Foo Fighters na, that sing on it, friend. So, yeah, I agree that it's one of those two that we'd want to feature in song, if that were possible. Yeah. Well, I'm rooting for you guys. I'm excited to see like a future performance with you and all of that. So, yeah, good luck talaga with that. And I'm excited to see the future of Seizure Salad. And so, I just also like to ask, what is your why for creating music? I mean, all of you guys have different purposes. And reasons why you keep on going, talaga, because sometimes there are other people that get into music and then eventually lose their passion. So it really all boils down to one's passion. So what do you guys think is yours or your purpose? I guess for me, it's because it feels good. <laughs> Let's say like having this good idea, writing a song and performance. Like, there's this feeling now. Oh wow. It's really nice, and you have the urge to like share it to others. And then, if they like it, then it feels a lot better when it's mutual. And I'd say the artist and the audience likes the. Yeah, I guess that's the why. Na. Regardless if it's like, because it makes you happy or makes you sad. I guess in the end of the day, na, that feeling of either if it's very cathartic, na, like oh. I was able to let out all my negative emotions, and the audience was able to like reciprocate that. Like I get you, I get like that unspoken message that ah, we get you guys, and we get them. I get you, so I guess that feeling, yeah. It's how we communicate with the outside world. <laughs> yeah, we're all introverts here, and don't necessarily verbalize what's inside our heads to everyone. So. This is sort of our way of expressing it, talaga, to a wide audience. Now, oh, this is how we feel, and and may mga nakakagets or if it helps people deal with their own struggle, it's an accomplishment for us, talaga. It's our mark on the world, umbaga. Yeah, it's great that you guys found like a medium or a vehicle to really express your emotions and thoughts as introverts. And I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way naman listening to your music. Parang, oh, okay, I can relate to these. Are they reading my diary or <laughs> something like that? And it's great that you have that purpose talaga moving forward. And so, since you guys said na parang you guys meet a lot and you use this talaga to express your emotions, Did you guys have a difficult time meeting up lately with the COVID-19 pandemic? Because I'm sure you need to really meet up talaga to practice and film. Yeah, it was difficult. Lala na na since the pandemic, we couldn't really meet each other physically. Most of our interactions had to be online. Pero nagawa naman namin yun through Discord. Or just being able to like message each other from time to time, and I think one thing we tried, we wanted to record and have burning light out in 2020, pero in the current pandemic, so you know we couldn't go finish it in actual recording studio. When it was like better to go outside and meet each other, we were like, okay, let's just do this on our own. Let's just do it virtually, and. I guess we were able to finish the recording for Burning Light 
and we were able to uh, put it up on Spotify. So at least we were able to do these things, and we found out that kaya naman so long as like we just stick together. So yeah, even if it was difficult to meet up, we still try to make it work, kahit papano, because it's really just remembering why are we still a band, and yeah, as you said, we enjoy doing these things, so we just keep at it. Yeah, if anything, ano nga, I think the, the COVID pandemic and being stuck at home kind of pushed us forward talaga kasi before the pandemic, talagang we kind of made it a point na, oh, we should do it in a studio para ganito yung sound and such. And the problem is, magkakaleo kami. We're all like different size of Metro Manila. So, ano, the logistics talaga was pretty difficult in you know, coordinating, oh, kailan, kailan ka available mag-studio and such, mga ganun. And so, nung nagka-pandemic, Medyo na limit kami technologically because we don't have our own drum set and studio and such. Pero at the same time, we kind of reap the fruits of technological advance in music, now, especially with the drums. Madalami na kasi ngayon drum samples talaga, so you can just basically pro- and it sounds like real, like a real drum kit talaga, and you can just program the groove. Or Adam usually does the programming of the grooves para so that's the playing style niya, and we just send each other files. Ako yung nagpro-produce and nagmi-mix and master ng mga songs lately. And medyo natetest out talaga yung mga natututunan ako sa course ko. And yeah, it's a bit of a tough job pero it's good exercise. And yeah. Yeah, it's great that you guys found a way to really collaborate right here far apart. And just being curious, which parts of Metro Manila is everyone? I'm from Antipolo towards the east. Oh. But you... I'm from... Commonwealth. Oh, Commonwealth. Okay. Adam Luigi. I'm from Kainta slash Pasig. I reside right on the border. Ba ako naman katipunan area pero nearing Marikina ako. Susan dapat yung studio niyo. If ever, what's the middle of all of that? Actually, we were booked nga at Womberg Studio in Marikina right before COVID happen. So, hopefully, nakapending pa rin yung booking na yan. We can still make use of that. It's been two years. Oh my God. <laughs> Have they contacted you guys about it or no? I forgot na yeah. Wow. <laughs> I hope you guys didn't pay. Oh, we haven't. Okay. We just booked it. <laughs> okay. I get it. But yeah, buti na lang you guys didn't pay kasi sayang yung ano. Because you weren't able to practice, and it's cool that you guys are really resourceful, and we're able to, parang overcome the challenges of being apart. And so, yeah, since you guys mentioned that you were formed in 2017, and it's been a while, can you share like a memorable moment doing this so far? Okay, I guess for me, one of the memorable moments was, I guess, commuting to gigs. I guess at the time it was very frustrating like let's say squeezing into MRTs LRTs walking through let's say if we get off the wrong station and we have to like walk through the entirety of Mega Mall just to go to Star Mall I guess looking back at those it just parang strengthens na why we like doing this like that the grind you know and then may halong adventure na parang may ganap nangyayari sa buhay so I guess it's those moments 
in the band na I enjoyed the most yung mga commuting and stuff like that. Going to gigs kasi it's partially exciting and frustrating to get to perform our stuff. So yeah, this is the commuting for me. Yes, for me, it's kind of our practice, practices or rehearsals. Because usually when looking back at how we meet up in like a practice studio and we rehearse and we just hang out, it was just it's like those moments for me that I kind of miss the most. It's weird to say that you miss it more than like the actual gigs, but well, it's just like it's bonding time. We get to like have fun, relax. At the same time, you know, like work on our songs, work on our musicality, because you know we also like try to become a better musician when you try playing new songs at practicing synergy, because that's also like an important part of being in sync and in groove with each other. So spending more time with like through rehearsals, Skype or Pano, it's really important. And at the same time, it's enjoyable because we get to like know more about each other and just hang out with each other more often. So yeah. For me, man, lahat ng sinabi nila, all same sentiments. Then like for me, it was pretty challenging to meet up during the pandemic. So far. The entirety of the pandemic, we've only met up like once, na the same place, kami, at the same place, kami. But most of it were like most of the meetups we had were like Discord lang ganun. But honestly, it felt really great, despite the distance, despite the limitations. We were able to maximize our full potential, and as you can see, we were able to release a bunch of songs. During the pandemic, kahit na hindi kami nag-meet up physically. But, yun nga, like last month, we actually met up physically na finally after two years. And currently, we're actually still working on some things. Because the grind does not stop. Tuloy-tuloy pa rin yan kahit na may pandemic ko wala. And we're pretty much preparing ourselves for the time na biglang bumalik na sa normal. And the on-site performance test will return and it will be a very exciting result we expect and because we're not just a bunch of people lumped together to play music we're friends also so it's important for us the practice and rehearsals because it's not just the fact that we have to play together and sound good together we have to enjoy each other's company know each other very well because I think so far the most memorable moment for me was I think this was our first non-school gig. This was in Taftata, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was in Taft's place called 8065 Bugnet. Sadly, it's no longer around. It was our first gig there and it's a small place. It's like second floor in a restaurant and yeah it's a small place very grungy very grungy place and it was our first time trying to playing in a place and we don't know trying to get there with all our gear and such and it was a bit of a major scary experience because yeah we weren't familiar with there but this was like yeah this was in manila i think for some of us it was our first time talaga in manila and I think we also did pretty good on that gig. I think there's some videos on our Facebook page for some of the songs in that gig. And 
yeah, it was a fun experience overall. It was a new experience for us as a band na prior to that were school gigs lang ginagawa na. We were basically a school band back then. So, thank you guys about that. Thank you for sharing your memorable moments. And I like how you guys mentioned that first and foremost, your friends, and that truly reflects in the memorable moments that you shared na instead of just simply the gigs or like parang the crowd and everything, you guys appreciate the small bonding moments together. And I'm just really curious about what the story that Noel mentioned was the commuting. So how about the equipment? I'm sure that could be a hassle, especially oh, if you're gonna ride yeah. a tricycle or a jeep. Uh, yes, the equipment was yeah, it was very heavy. <laughs> like we had to bring extra clothes for because getting to the gig. By the time we get to the event, we're kind of sweating and stuff. So yeah, I guess it was hard, but you know, I guess it was part of the experience. Yeah. We're our own roadies. Yeah, we are our own roadies. <laughs> yeah. Exercise, yeah. really. And you have to carry, like, let's say, if you carry, like, your guitar, or in my case, the bass guitar, some big liquid throughout most of the trip. And just trying to, like, find space in, like, let's say, LRT or MRT. So, yeah, it's like you're having to walk while carrying your equipment. When you look back, it's like, you enjoy it for in when you're doing it yeah like you, you kind of dread coming yeah you dread it a lot yeah going from point A to point B in a way it also kind of shapes our music then because since we're forced to commit it kind of dictates the amount of equipment we can bring talaga so basically we can't bring too much so talagang ano at times minimal talaga yung setup na we don't have too many pedals as it is talaga because pedals really add weight talaga to your luggage so ano we use as less pedals as, as possible if possible with ideally guitar and cable na lang tala namin tas extra clothes eh it's already a load pero ano pag commuting yeah you have to bring as as few stuff as you can that shapes how it sounded it's very punk isn't it <laughs> It's a pretty punk thing. It's very DIY. Amayan naman, Mr. Drummer, since di man kami parang mga other higher bands na yung bumiset sa reeling kit na hindi adala, amayan it's bringing a huge amount of sticks in my bag and a lot of extra t-shirts. Kasi... I have this issue sa katawan ko na grabe ako pawisan. Sobrang prone to sweating ako. So, kada gig yung matipong limang extra shirt yung dala ko sa bag ko. Tapos mag-sticks naman yun. Stick bag ko. Mga sampung pares. Mga limang pares ng sticks yung dala ko. Iba-ibang size were different uses. So, I don't want to compare myself to how heavy the guitars of my bandmates are because it's nothing compared to theirs. But I actually enjoy helping my bandmates bring their things because it's part of the experience that we're on roadies, like what Jack said. And I honestly would rather bring a guitar to LRD because it's a backpack na wala nang space at amoy kahoy dahil sa drumsticks. So yeah, I'd rather bring a guitar and lump my backpack with chunks of wood. Uh, that sounds weird, but yeah, it's what makes it fun, memorable. 
Yeah, grabe yung dedication niya to really carry it. And grabe naman, I didn't know that there was like 10 plus kinds of drumsticks pala that are available. And grabe, laging handa talaga for any possible scenario. And you guys actually could vlog that, you know, the behind the scenes, the struggles. I think a lot of people would appreciate that. Parang, oh, this is what you see on stage, but this is actually what you go through just to go here and perform for you guys. So yeah, that could be an interesting perspective. And so before we end, do you guys have any advice for those who want to pursue their passion for music, but are too afraid or hesitant to do so? I guess, what is simply, just do it. <laughs> I guess it's better to experience, you know, like hardships and highs and lows rather than just wondering, oh, what if I did this? What if I did that? I guess it's better not to actually just go for it, regardless of what happens. Now, at least you could say that you did it. You know, and yeah. What else? Oh, I guess the most important thing to take note of is like, remember that you're doing it for yourself. Because there'll be times na talagang some people be like criticizing your art or like saying you're not good enough pero I mean it's good to like take in like criticism just to see what you can do you know improve on see if may or whatever but at the end of the day I guess you gotta like follow what you think is right let's say you have this good idea but then some people are saying that's a bad idea I guess it's better to follow through on what you believe in. And yeah, just whatever happens, if it works out or not, at least you could say nah, you did it. Yeah, and another thing is recording and learning to play your instrument. And yeah, coming up with a decent recording by yourself is much easier than ever these days with all the, the technologies available to us. Talaga. And that's how we sustain ourselves as a band, even though we never get to meet it. Everything's done through a computer talaga and there's a lot that can be done to make it sound like a real band recording and not make it sound like a robot lang or whatever. So it's all there talaga eh, in the technology today. It's so much easier and you don't have to invest that much money and time as you did back in Sibor in the 70s, 80s, even 90s. It's it's much easier to do it part-time. Kahit, you know, you don't have to be famous naman eh. You don't have to be like this huge huge thing to get your music out with platforms like SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify. It's discarded na lang talaga and how savvy you are with promoting, recording and such. It's a skill. You still have to invest some time in picking up the skills, the required skills if you really want to take it far. But whether you want to do it casually or you want to do it full-time, it's, it's easier than ever. Uh, lyrics like the lyric writing process there will be times for a certain amount of minutes you'll be able to come up with a bunch of lyrics pero the rest of the week wala akong maiisip it's normal because it could be a little daunting to write lyrics and at the same time when you look back you're like are these lyrics good okay pa ba yung mga lyrics na to you know because it's like it can get a bit daunting and difficult to like write lyrics and write lyrics that you really are comfortable in or confidently say okay this could be part of the song take the process as it is it's okay if you're having a hard time like coming up with lyrics or just being inspired to like or even motivated to write lyrics it's not really something you force you shouldn't like force yourself to write because 
at the end of the day, baka you look back and think these aren't good because you force it. Most of good lyrics really just come out of nowhere. Na biglaan lang. So just capitalize on those moments. Just make use of those little moments. And you can always ask for help. If you're in a band, you have other people who can help you with lyric writing. And maybe they have their own suggestions. And you can also help them with their lyrics. If ever meron sila. So yeah, I guess it's like one thing to consider because especially if you hit like a moment where as you know, like the motivation starts losing when it comes to like music and lyric writing. So I guess just always remember why you want to do this. And if you so long as you just remember that, you'll be able to do it. That's all that matters. So yeah. I guess just to add with what Louis just said in terms of like songwriting lyrics, I guess Another thing that we realized as we stayed longer as a band is I guess you don't have to worry too much on being 100% original because, you know, like, all the song ideas and stuff has already been made. Because at first we were like kind of concerned, oh guys, this is song idea, already a song. And I guess for me and for the band, I guess it's okay if it's not like a one-to-one ripoff. If it sounds a bit similar, I guess let's see where it goes. Don't hold yourself back if you feel like, oh, will Foo Fighters sue me? <laughs> I don't think what else is gonna happen. But yeah, I guess, yeah, the originality of song. I guess because ideas come from somewhere. So I guess don't concern too much na if this is taken already or not. Because if you could put your own spin into it, then it could be something new. Yeah, as they say, we all stand on the shoulders of giants. Yes, and I'd like to add it to a very common rookie mistake with new bands na when they're trying to discover with their sound, but then it ends up don't we sound too much like Maroon 5? Don't we sound too much like this band, that band, this artist, this musician? Like, I know it gets all over the place, but I believe that there's nothing wrong with trying to emulate your favorite musicians into your musical style. Like, it would be weird if you got inspired only by one artist and it sounds exactly the same, very similar. But I feel like yung seizures na yun naging pinaka-foundation namin is yung inspiration namin na iba-iba and we got only like tiny fragments of those and we put them together. Hence, because there are elements here and there that we and we lumped into one plate. It ended up becoming our own sound. But honestly, we did it in such a way it sounds clean and not just patched up together like Frankenstein. It's like a clean patch up of different elements from different musicians. To the point where it evolved and matured into our own signature sound. So yeah, it's pretty much on like developing your own sound. Kite na no, if it's inspired by a lot of already existing artists, there's no problem with that. Add na lang, because you mentioned sound. And I think that's one thing you also like think about and consider is like, do I have to stick to this for like throughout the whole time and it's because like what if I branch out 
or like do something different, will I be called out on it? Na parang wait, no, you're only known for this. Why are you doing this? But there's also a scenario na you're just taking that one sound at sabihin ng tao. Okay, it's the same thing over and over again. Those will always happen. So it's really about your own journey or your own band's journey. It's kind of, I would say, not really inevitable. Though it will occur that you would want to try something different in a way. Because, you know, it's also based on like your own music taste. Even though you listen to like this main genre, you will be bound to listen to other genres and be inspired by them as well. So I guess one way to do it is just do it in a way that take inspiration from all the other genres and add it to your own sound. So just make it naturally fit in a way. And I guess you'll be able to do it if you really put in the work, I guess, with your music. So yeah. Thank you guys for the insightful advice. And you guys truly are an inspiration. Parang you guys are very mature and wise from your journey as musicians. And it's great that you noted about that problem. Because I mean, even famous artists like Taylor Swift accidentally copies like a beat or rhythm of another a song that already exists. Yeah, it's good that you noted that, Tadaka. And so, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today and for sharing another side of yourselves to our audience. So don't forget to follow them on Facebook and Instagram as well. Would you like to promote anything else or do you have any last words for our audience before we end? Okay, so you can also check us out on Spotify. We also have another song out there. It's called Payasa. We released it last April, so you can check that out too. So please support them and Indico as well on our social media accounts to watch exciting and fun content. Thank you once again, everyone, and have a great day ahead. Thank you for listening to The Independent Collective. This episode was brought to you by The Independent Collective's production team, starting with Rayan Alapar, our sound engineer, Caitlin Isabelho, our executive producer, Jam Ilagan, our show writer, and of course, our co-founder and CEO and the host of this episode, Natalia Patolot. Once again, thanks for listening to The Independent Collective. Till next time.